The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and without Charles. Instead, we've upgraded once again to Sammy Shah of the News Weekly podcast and many other fabulous things all the time. Hello, Sammy. Hello. Good to see you again. Nice to catch up with you just before the end of, of 2023. What a momentous year it's been. So many things have happened. Uh Including, I believe you've had added to your family. We've discussed this before, haven't we? You've yeah, absolutely. Probably She's... barely recall any of the details of this year in a <laughs> in an insomniac mess. It is bizarre. Like the fact that we're in December right now is. I don't know why I find it so depressing, but I really do because I feel like it's still March. Maybe at the earliest April. Um, the fact that yeah, all of the rest of the year has somehow gone by, other than obviously a child that I have kept alive. I have nothing yeah. else much to show. Are, for are you sure? <laughs> As of last time you saw the child it's I all mean, going look, all right luckily i'm not solo parenting so the chances of me getting it wrong are are 50 at this point that's yes. good that yes. is good i mean no no disrespect to your abilities in this department all right so we'll look back on the other bits of 2023 besides sammy's uh, extended family after this hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so, I mean, that is that is enough for a mm. year, really, isn't it? Keeping a child going. Is it cruel to bring a child into the world, though? Uh, I, I don't mean to be difficult. Okay. In right. 2023. So that is a thing that I, I heard. I remember hearing this back in 2018, 2019 as well. Like, before even the pandemic, when people were like, mm. oh, it's so cool. It used to be a lot of, like, young hipsters in Melbourne's inner north who used to say things like, oh, who would bring a child into this world and these are people with, like, you know, parents going to buy them a house anyway and stuff like that. Pretty good lives. And they're like, oh, yep. but look at climate change and look at the miseries of the world. And that basically is what no one in third world country should ever have a child then because their lives are huh. shit. And so, like, that whole argument of, like, bringing children into a shitty world, the world's been shitty for most of its history. If you yes, actually look back on it, there wasn't a period when maybe, okay, maybe the 1990s. I would argue the 1990s were a golden time to bring a child into it. Other other than that, it's been shit always and people have brought kids into them and that's, you know, <laughs> what what else are you supposed to do if you're not supposed to propagate your species? What else are we supposed to do? Make bread all day? That's a very good question. Well, it's funny you say that. I spent a bit of time this week, I mean, having brought a child into this world last year, but also in 2018, my daughter, like like many girls, and you, you presumably will have been mm-hmm. through this too, Sammy, um, she's very into princesses, right? Princesses right. are big, uh, mostly princesses, kings and queens fit in the picture somewhere. But certainly princesses. And so she's begun to wonder why she can't be a princess. What are the barriers between her uh, life and becoming a princess? Now, that said, Sammy, it is possible, in Sydney at least, if you go to the right bar on the right night during, I don't know, the Sydney Olympics, you (laughs) might become a princess. You might pick up royalty. I mean, that's pretty much slam dunk in the, uh, the dating scene. Uh, what happened there, but well done, Mary Donaldson, killed it. Yeah. But uh, for most of us, it, it's impossible. And I, I got to explaining how it all worked. And before I knew it, Sammy, I was explaining feudalism <laughs> to my five-year-old daughter. And 
There's nothing good about it. The way things used to basically, the best way to explain it was that a, a large series of increasingly powerful bullies yes. told everyone what to do and then fought each other and then were constantly worried about getting you know knocked off their position and so kept fighting everyone all the time and making people fight their wars for them. And so I'm kind of going, well, this is what kings and queens are. They, they appointed a king to try and make sure that all the lords got to keep their land and said in return for that, you can be the king. And you could just see the sort of the light in her eyes die. <laughs> <laughs> as I explained it as a, and princesses but, but, were usually married off with uh, two other households so that there could be a better union to be made and it was yes. actually a life of cuddles and, and mattresses but you know, with a single P under it it was mostly a life of pleasing some overweight lord that your dad wanted to have a good friendship with that's right so you were basically being traded a chattel so it was absolutely yeah. awful uh, in other words <laughs> no, so she, she plays sometime. maybe the age of yeah. five is too young some would argue but you know who's, who's to judge another parent's parenting style I mean, my approach generally, Sammy, is when the question is asked, you try and answer it. But I must say, I did I did stop short of, how does Santa know whether I've been good or bad? Are there cameras? <laughs> I mean, this is a girl who's growing up in a surveillance capitalist society, right? Yeah, yeah. She knows. She know, It's entirely plausible that, Sam, that Santa has cameras everywhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. Amazon, only, Amazon does. Our only hope is that Santa isn't masturbating to those cameras, to the feed from <laughs> oh, that camera. That's the only God. thing you can really hope for in life. The rest of it, it's who knows? Look, my, You've my, just my... ruined Christmas. You've ruined Christmas. I'm now imagining <laughs> Him just going, yes, you're nice. <laughs> you're rubbing his good. little elf. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, he was a naughty little that's elf. That's hideous. That's hideous. <laughs> Look, um, the history of the world is basically most people had 19 kids because 17 of them would die of malaria, the cough, yeah. bad water, and maybe diarrhea. And then the remaining two would la- live to 45 and 32, respectively. One would get married off at the age of 12, and the other one would die fighting a war for some lord. And if you were lucky, your town didn't get raided by the next town over and killed for sheep. That was the history of humanity and people had lots of kids then. We're living in a latte sipping, matcha mm. drinking, you know, just everything's got turmeric in it and, and all your clothes <laughs> are from Uniqlo paradise and we're saying, oh, I don't know if I should bring a child into it. Fuck it, have 19. What are you being so precious about? That's true. Things are better than they've ever been. I'm not saying they're good, Sammy, but they are clearly. I mean, and, and you read, you know, Wolf Hall or something and you start remembering, oh, yeah, the plague was a thing, wasn't it? The Black yeah. Death, the bubonic plague. Just at, at some point, a lot of your family would just all die at the same time. That was just normal back yeah, then. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, there's a few there's some people dying still. And sure, there's some, you know, plague still happening here or there. Or there's, you know, malaria still a problem as is, as is you know, dysentery in parts of Africa. And, and there's maybe arguably some genocides happening in the world. But there may be some wars. Elsewhere, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. That's but all true. in all, if you're living in Australia, shut the fuck up. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people with miserable lives, and I acknowledge their suffering. It's true. Uh, uh, yeah. But that's no reason not to bring kids into the world, because you know what they say, Sammy? You know, misery shared is misery halved. And um, Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's why, the thing. Uh, look, look, I've got a friend, you might know him, the comedian Dilrukujaya Sinha. Oh, yeah. Um, there's another comedian, Ivan Aristigeta, and neither of them have kids. And they're my age. And I look at their lives where, you know, like sometimes Dilruk will be telling us stories about, yeah, and then I had sex with someone else. And then I had sex with another person. And then anyway, I had some brownies. And then I have, you know, and then when I had sex again. And, and Ivan will be like, yeah, I slept until four. And then after that, I woke up and I went for a walk in the park. And then I got bored. So I took another nap and, and I look at them And all I can think is I want them to have kids So I don't have to hear This shit anymore <laughs> It's fucking infuriating and, Absolutely and, and, and Th- There's nothing more important. annoying 
There's nothing more annoying than a comedian who doesn't have kids because comedians um, most of the time work for an hour a day, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're doing well in comedy, best. there's literally <laughs> nothing to do until, the, until I don't know, showtime. Maybe it's five minutes a day if you're doing really well, but yeah. So wh- how do they fill the time? Are, are they like Hugh Grant's character in About a Boy? They've got to like work out units in order to fill the day because that is not a problem I've had in a very long time. You know what ends up happening? And I know this because I know many comedians like this. They all hit their 40s and then they go little bit crazy. They also are getting obsessed with mindfulness. They start reading uh, uh, Marcus Aurelius for some reason. Every really? Single, all of them think Marcus Aurelius is great for some reason um, that he's got the answers to the universe. Then they all start doing a lot of therapy and they just, they're still assholes. Every one of them right. is an unmitigated asshole but now they they know why they're an asshole and it's their daddy's fault. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's and their daddy's fault, right. So I, they, that's great their comedy. journey. That's their journey, exactly. How extraordinary. Okay. And, and but they could have children if they wanted. I mean, they're, they're, from what you're saying, they're having enough sex to be having children all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, maybe all the weed they're smoking is what's killing all the sperm cells. I don't know. I have no that idea. This now I'm just jealous of their lifestyle. It's fucking bullshit. No, they keep telling me about it. Look, speaking of feudalism, Sammy, um, mm-hmm. I have some wonderful news to break to the listeners of the podcast. You probably won't have seen this on the news. It's not even that big a deal anymore. But in October next year, 2024, okay. we're... We're receiving a royal visit. King Charles and Queen Camilla are going to visit Down Under for the very first time in their new gig. Let's talk about it after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. So yes, so it'll be a wonderful opportunity um, for my daughter to experience the idea that uh, there are kings and queens and princesses. There's a king of Australia, but he's kind of a doddery old guy who speaks How in a very posh accent. Can you imagine her. if she's imagining she's imagining like the King of Arendelle, whatever that guy's name was? Like, yeah, it's very kind, so yeah, young, yeah, King Aragorn from the Lord of the Rings. And this this sort of old guy who basically is like Lord Emsworth from the Blandings novels. <laughs> Uh, just basically likes gardening and pottering around. He's going to be here with all the... I mean, there's a photo of him here on the uh, the news website and all of his fancy military gear. It's just silly dress-ups, isn't it, at this point? They're all... Uh, like, they're not even good-looking royals. Like, they're, like... Maybe the sons, you can argue, thank God for Diana's genetics in there, and the mm. sons came... Or, you know, maybe the horse trainer, if you believe some of the conspiracy <laughs> yes. theories. But... Jury's um, out on that one. But, like, Charles looks very much like a double chin. Like, he doesn't even look like a whole chin. <laughs> a he just looks like chin. the sentient double chin. <laughs> And Camilla looks just squidgy. She looks like someone drew her and then smudged it, and then that's what Camilla is now. I mean, I don't want to just to to look shame people. I'm not the world's most handsome man myself, Sammy. But I will say that when you see... Particularly the young King Charles, who's a little a little weedy. Mm-hmm. When you see those shots of him at the beach and so on, you're kind of going, "Yeah, this this family has not sufficiently expanded its gene pool." And, no, and not this at is all. why 
I really feel that all the scandals we've had about the, um, you know, the, the Harry Meghan offspring and their genetics and so on and what their skin colour would be, that is a family that badly needs new genes in the mix. Like, they should have been, they should have been over backwards and said, Meghan, thank, thank God there's someone who's not <laughs> related to the same German royal. This is amazing. Uh, you know, please have as many children as you want. For, feel free to make sure that some of them aren't even fathered by Harry. That'd be fine. Let's just mix shit up because our our um, genetic uh, line is just an absolute cesspool. Well, I mean, look, you like I come from a part of the world where cousin marriage is very very strong. In fact, you know, as many times it's actually encouraged. In fact, one of my you know one of my grandparents actually tried to marry me off to a cousin, and my parents were like, "Hell's no, we're not doing that. We're educated." But you see that you see that kind of the end result of cousin marriage a great deal, which is the kids usually end up like one knuckle is missing they always <laughs> twitch a little bit they have the strangest opinions they always try getting into business and then just lose all the family money and when you look at that on a mass scale and then compare it to the royal family a lot of the royal family's decisions life choices um, overall you know behavior makes sense and then you think about the fact that we are ruled by them still and you kind of yeah. get embarrassed about being Australian sometimes like I still I mean, think look- this is our right. chance October they come here October we do we call enough of this bullshit we overthrow them maybe do it old school where you kill the king and then quarter him and then a different limb is sent to every part of the country as a message to future rule attempted rulers and uh, that's how we become a republic finally it's also worth noting that were that to happen the hang jordan and, and quartered stuff that would be traditional right yeah that, that's not us saying that's not us saying english regicide yeah. we're not advocating regicide that would probably be technically treason we're just pointing out that there are traditions here and we know how much the royal family loves traditions and, and it seems a little bit selective and hypocritical to me sammy mm-hmm. that they're going oh we want all these you've got to have the tradition of us still owning everything because hey that's just an important tradition we've got to keep <laughs> but you can't have the tradition of regicide by hanging drawing and quartering and sending the limbs to each part. i mean and particularly these days with the Commonwealth, you could send it to all parts of the Commonwealth. It could be like the Commonwealth Games torch, couldn't it? The different yeah. limbs. And, and and this is, you know, we at the end of the day, we don't mind people owning everything as long as they've earned it. They need to earn it. And, and you know, when you look at the War of the Roses, for example, and you consider, you know, the Plantagenets and the Lancasters and, how many, and the Yorks and how many people died there, the end result of that was several hundred years of empire. They earned yes. the right to rule. These people have gotten soft. We need to kill a few of them and then get new ones. And I, I see say this not as someone who is inciting violence. I just say this as someone who believes in the importance of upholding family values and tradition. So if King Charles wants to get on the back of a horse and get a sword and, you know, personally uh, eviscerate all the rebels, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's that's the way to do it. That, then he's won the right. Yeah. But this is true. We've got soft royals. They've grown soft. They've grown complacent. I mean, he's the kind of guy. He'll go and speak at a climate summit. Sammy. Although I do wonder whether he can hold a lance with those pudgy fingers of his. Remember? Well, that's a good question. You mentioned the knuckles missing before. There's a picture of him here opening the British Parliament in November with white gloves on. Mm -hmm. And it's not clear how many knuckles there are under the gloves. I don't know if he can hold hold a lance. But that's the thing. If he manages to, you know, like Game of Thrones trial by combat, if he manages to defeat all comers uh, in battle, then sure, stay on as king. But they've grown pudgy and complacent. They're hopeless. I don't think any of them. I mean, Prince William's not going to be able to win a trial by combat, is he? No. He, he, he wants to get up and talk about an Earthshot prize. He doesn't, he doesn't, want, to, he doesn't want to behead people to, to maintain his family's prestige. Yeah, I think we've sold it. I think basically we welcome them in October and then we spring the trap. This, this is what I recommend Chaser should, Chaser's new advocacy campaign should be.
is Killer King for Chaser. Why are we the ones who reply to the regicide, Sammy? Look, Feel free. Would you, would you suspect, let me put it this way. Would you expect anyone else to do it other than you and me? Let's be honest here. I mean, Charles isn't going to do it. Charles a, is a royalist. You know he is deep down. There's a look in his eye. There's, there is always a look in his eye. I, I See, the thing about Charles is he's just such a schemer. I'm surprised. Like, if he was involved in regicide, Sammy, he'd be mm-hmm. plotting to, to become king himself. He wouldn't be. Or, you know what? He, no, he'd put it in some sort of socialist republic, but where he was the grand ruler. That's what he'd do. I mean, he'd be a king by another name. And I'm trying to think who would be worse, him or Charles? Well, uh, Charles. Which king, Charles? King Charles. Which I know, Charles, that's a, which, exactly, which Charles yeah. do you want? All right, King Charles or our Charles. And king Charles III be? or King Charles IV. I see our basically. Charles as being more likely to start uh, beheadings in mass exe- public executions than the current king. It's all I'm saying. That's true. He does like starting new initiatives. I mean, yeah. Charles would, sh- Charles would start. He'd start some sort of mass beheading movement and then tire of it halfway through. And the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the tumbrils would be going. He'd be like Robespierre or something, just starting some sort of mass guillotining going on. And then, then he'd wander off and want to start some other new project over there. And meanwhile, the killing, killings would continue. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, not really interested yeah. in that anymore. Let's go and do some poisonings. And he'd tell me I'd definitely be involved. And then he wouldn't send me the contract to do that. So <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Charles? I remember <laughs> the north there you remembers. Go. This is, so I think what we what we're actually establishing is not that we should kill King Charles the Third, but that we should kill Charles Firth, the true oppressor. <laughs> yeah, of very, all of very us. Very true. Very. I true. mean, maybe King Charles later, but Charles Firth is certainly in terms of who's first against the war when the revolution comes. I yes. think. I think it's got to be Firth. It's in his name. It's in his name. We can't help it. Sammy, as always, an absolute pleasure. Uh, hearing the uh, the solutions that just come flowing from your lips when you start talking, I really appreciate uh, what was probably an act of treason. We were joking, weren't we? Listen, joking. I particularly need to say this as as a, still a relatively new Australian. Don't I cancel Sammy's passport. This is all satire and comedy, and don't. Di- I'm not defaming anyone, and I love Australia, and I love saying the word "gert" all every chance I could possibly get. And yes, well, I think we've successfully backed out of that one. Uh, <laughs> Police. Although that said, we've never mm. done a stunt for a royal visit. You know, I don't think we've ever, in all of our years of chaser stunts, there's never That's been one because, for a because royal visit. There's a reason why you are all still free to roam around. Because I think the crimes, um, the tolerance for stunts goes down a great deal when the royals are involved in Australia. Well, there was a, a, a trip to uh, to Sydney not not that long ago um, when someone shot at King Charles in Darling Harbour. I mean, that's a stunt, per se, or more no, of an assassination attempt? No, it was more of a botched assassination attempt. <laughs> right. Famously, John Fay kind of jumped, the Premier at the time sort of jumped in and tried to save him, which is pretty impressive stuff, like for your yeah. reflexes to be like, yeah, save the save the king rather than yourself. I mean, objectively, the Premier of New South Wales is probably a more useful person to keep alive than the king. Really, <laughs> and that's but, saying um, something given your current Premier, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. Uh, anyway, Sammy, uh, thank you very much for uh, the the regicide. We'll <laughs> for cancelling the news. For cancelling the Chaser Report after yeah, so many successful good, years. Good way to go out. <laughs> yeah, very yeah, good yeah. way to go out. Yeah. We'll catch you. Can we come on News Weekly then if this podcast gets cancelled? <laughs> yeah, might as well. I'll be in jail. Someone else has to host it anyway. All right. Our gear is from Road. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Until cancelled. Uh, thank you, Sammy. It's been, it's been great uh, sending the ship down. Um, with you, it's just worth clarifying further that the stuff about killing Charles is entirely serious. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.